Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Still Parents podcast. It is our Christmas Day special, which means we are not doing this live. Uh, we recorded this just a few days before Christmas, but we wanted to put out a special episode on Christmas Day. My name is Dan. I hope you're doing well. As ever, I'm joined by Ryan Jackson from the Lily Mae Foundation. Happy Christmas, Ryan. Happy Christmas, Dan. Does it feel weird saying that? Because it's actually not Christmas Day when we're... <coughs> it's December the 11th, so it's two weeks today. It's actually the day after England's got knocked out by France. We started to record this about 40 minutes ago, but we got derailed by Southgate chat in the studio. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Matty's angry. <laughs> Matt. Matty's angry today. Matt Whitehouse, the regular, if you, uh, of course, you know, unless you're brand new to the podcast, but you'll get to know him. Evening, Matt. <laughs> How are you, mate? You? Hello, Dan. Hello. Happy Christmas, I should Merry say. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas, yeah. Obviously, it's been, uh, if you're listening to Christmas Day, we'll now know who the, the World Cup winners are. If it was Messi or Morocco, which would yeah. be piss funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I really wanted to win. I actually I think, because this is pre-recorded, yeah. that we should actually give our predictions. Yeah. Prediction. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I've said right from the start, Argentina. I genuinely thought it'd be Argentina. Oh, really? and, and for me, if Argentina win it, and it's Messi's, you know, yeah. bow out I, I and what have you. That, for me, cements him as the best player in the world yeah. ever. Me as well. I agree. Fully agree with you. It, it stops the Maradona argument. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It just reminds me a bit of when Greece won the Euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Like, with Morocco. Because it's just 1-0 wins, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and just, yeah. like, putting yeah. 10 men behind the ball. Yeah. I, I feel Get like, the boss out! I feel like the They're Argentinian great. team are playing for Messi as well. I feel like, I feel like there's, a, like a, a, there's something there. They're like, they need to carry him over the yeah. line like yeah I, for me anyone but France yeah just anyone but France which is a milder version of how Ryan just put it off air a second ago <laughs> I'm finally Croatia I don't know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick my neck out and say Morocco because I like Morocco. the underdog as a Leicester fan they won the Premier League isn't it? so I, I've always got to support the underdog in that fair enough and uh, that's it Chris Chris Watson's joining us as well for our Christmas Day special are you into the footy Chris Merry Christmas uh, yeah you actually, wanna... I've watched more World Cup than I thought I would oh, go on, lie. So um... obviously it's Christmas Day now the competition's over but we're recording this on the 11th Sunday night two weeks before Christmas so go on then what was your prediction we'll find out if it was right I mean I'm going to have to say France because if, if they win <laughs> we won't feel as bad right I mean let's be honest we're going to sit there and go in you know, our Christmas dinners it could have been worse okay that's going to make me angry if France win it. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> really yeah. going to make me angry. Chris, really? There's going to be even more scope for it at the next World Cup because it's getting increased to 48 teams, yeah, isn't it? So they're doing like a last 32 and then a last 16. Then a la- <laughs> You're going to have to start in like <laughs> you won't May. Need, you won't start need... in May and finish in September. So why are we doing an episode on Christmas Day? Uh, Ryan and myself spoke about this uh, a couple of weeks ago and we, we thought we remember one of our earliest ever episodes and I think it was episode two. It was about pertinent dates and the different ways that they can make you feel after the loss of your baby. And we wanted to give an option to have something for you to listen to if you feel that you can't fully get involved in the, the seasonal festivities. I got to know Ryan and Matt through the Lily May Foundation. I've become friends with them over the last few years. And it's not, it's not a trauma and, and a grief which, which I've been through, but I think it's been really important to understand as much about the process as I could, knowing the things I should be able to say, knowing the conversations I shouldn't be avoiding. And I genuinely think I've learned a lot from this. And I think some of the people who've also been encouraged to listen to the podcast so they can support their friends as well. So you can get those in any of our other episodes in their full, you know, in their full detail. So with Christmas, of course, being about family, and it takes on an even more special meaning when you have your own children. So what does happen if that was taken away from you? And how does it change over the years as more time passes? 
Now, obviously, this episode is not live, but if you would like to ask any questions after listening to this, you can, can do through our socials and you'll see all the details in the write-up and we'll be able to deal with this and answer your questions in January when we come back with our new episodes. So, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. And obviously, Matt and, and Chris, you know, as, as always on this podcast, just jump in with anything you want to say uh, at any point as well. So, Ryan and wife Amy lost Lily May 12 years ago and already had older son Alfie, who was, how old was Alfie at the time? Three, he four? He was three. Yeah, he was three. And uh, I've since gone on to have to have three three more children. Yes. Um, what are your memories of that first Christmas, especially still having Alfie and having that grief, which was well still fresh in in your mind? It was earlier on in the year, wasn't it, when you when you lost Lily? Yeah. So it was it was in the February. So yeah, yeah three. Well, two, yeah, two months yeah. after the previous Christmas. So. Um, I can vividly remember sitting on the floor while Alfie was opening his presents, looking at him, thinking that I should be enjoying it. And I was just tinged and consumed by sheer sadness because Lily wasn't there. Um, and for me, I think it was more of a, I felt sorry for Alfie because I wanted him to have that brother or sister. In in this case, it would have been his sister there as well. Yeah. And I felt guilty because although I was in, enjoying seeing him um, and the excitement that he was obviously showing at Christmas, because like we, you know, Christmas is for kids, isn't it? Really, the excitement that he was uh, displaying, obviously with it being Christmas Day, it was almost I felt so guilty that I couldn't share in that excitement a hundred percent. It was like I was there was that little bit of percentage that was holding me back because I was yeah. still so I was just I was just consumed with probably with grief, still yeah, grieving of because Did you feel present? Um yeah, felt present. Yeah, so I was there, mm. but I could quite easily have at moments just sat there and didn't feel present. Yeah. I remember one yeah, I remember one specific example where Alfie had finished opening his presents and then you I think Amy had gone upstairs. Alfie had probably run off to start playing with presents and I was still sat in the living room. Mm. And um, it was at that point where it literally smashed me like a train. Oh, that was it. I know why Amy went off because she went off to get ready because we were going to the cemetery. Do you do that every, every Christmas we day? We do it every Christmas day. Yeah. Um, there was, I think there was one year where we did it on Christmas Eve and that was just because of the way that we were were around with family on, on the Christmas day. So we decided to go on the Christmas Eve. So it's part of the, it's part of the tradition. Part though, of the tradition, yeah. yeah. And those that know me and know how OCD I am, that was hard in itself going right. on a Christmas Eve rather than a Christmas day. But yeah, I think it was the realisation of knowing that we were going to the cemetery and this okay. was going to be our new normal. Yeah. Every Christmas day, we were going to be going to the cemetery. And it was that that hit me. And 12 years down the line, third, mm. you know, it, it's not nowhere near as raw as it used to be, but it's still a time where you go to the cemetery on Christmas day and you just look around at the other parents that are there within the, the children's area where Lily's buried. And it's you're all sharing exactly the same I was going to ask what's the feeling. What, I hadn't thought about that because um, do you see a lot of the same... Yeah, people and yeah, 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 and and do you know what? You would think that you would go there and you would say hello to people, um, and that because everybody there is in the same boat, mm. but it's so sombre. Well, it's a bit like what we talked about, perhaps in the episode, our last episode with Kurt last week, and he he kept saying we were sitting in that courtyard, wasn't he, with twelve other chaps when he was at the hospital, and they were the same guys quite a lot of the time as well. 
it's that whole new club thing we've talked about before again, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't think any of us thought that we would be in a club on Christmas Day that is mm. um, that is different to ones that we'd spent before. But you know what, as well though, is that, and and I've obviously spoken to lots of lots of men, lots of women through the the support service that we run, and the amount of you know clients that we have who say they're dreading Christmas, they don't want Christmas, they don't want to do this, they don't want to do that. Well, that's absolutely fine. You go with what you want to do. Absolutely. There's yeah. no rule book. Is that what you say? Yeah. yeah the, and even if it happens halfway through the day. Yeah. You, you, if you want to take yourself away because you want half hour to yourself or you want an hour to yourself, do it. That's it. You, you could start, you could get up in the morning and everything could be rosy. Mm. And, and actually then that confuses you because you're like, hold on, I'm, I, yeah. I thought I was going to be feeling you know, different. But that, that's not. the thing with, with pertinent dates that we've always yeah. said is that yeah. nine times out of ten, a lot of people that I speak to say that the build-up to it is actually worse than the actual day. Just took the itself. next question out of my mouth. Yeah, the, is, it the, is it the build-up or it's, the actual day? Yeah, and I, I think I always try and liken it. And uh, I mean, like we have a, a laughing joke within the office that Amy is the analogy queen and she <laughs> comes out with some absolute blinders. Big up to Amy, happy yeah. Christmas. <laughs> and and for, um, for me, I, I always say that it's, it, it is, it, the build-up is worse than the actual yeah. event itself. I liken it to the millennium. You know, we were all told the millennium, the whole world was going to crash, all the computers were going to crash. The planes sky dropping was, out the yeah, sky. Yeah, planes dropping out the sky. I remember it turning midnight looking up and I was thinking so is the is the sky going to change colour or is the bus going to stop running or is this going to stop and nothing could nothing yeah. it was okay. no different it was exactly the same exactly the because same day it's, it's, we live inside our obviously we, we live inside our own heads isn't it so it is that a lot of it's psychological when you come back to because maybe someone listening right now has got the completely opposite opinion where actually no the day is worse than the build up yeah absolutely do you feel relieved and anyone can answer this do you feel relieved at the end of the day that's a good question, isn't it? I don't know. Did you guys? I think I think getting through the whole of it and successfully getting through it, and not breaking down. I guess was a was a was a big one, right? For the first time, I think for the first one, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. I, I think I did feel relieved yeah. after the first one. You know, you know, it's weird. I I know it's obviously Christmas Day and stuff, but me and Crystal found New Year's Eve worse. Yeah, right. I would agree. With oh, that. okay. Like we certainly the first the first, first one, one. Like we had Christmas Day and. We, we felt that going into a new year, and I remember New Year's Eve, we went down and got a pizza from the local shop and come back, and we sat in Callie's room, okay, and we watched the fireworks out of her window, and we just broke down, and we both felt it was because we were leaving her behind, yeah, because we were moving into a new year. Okay, I get that. So again, and, it's a psychological yeah, process. Yeah, and and so Christmas, yeah, Christmas Day was don't get me wrong, was 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 no picnic, but. Yeah, I, it, yeah. But we found New Year's Eve, you know, I remember just being exhausted, I think, yeah, at the end I was, of Christmas Day. I was just right. about to say just, it's just a different, it was a different type of tired. Yeah. It was emotional yeah. exhaustion. For both of you, though, I just realised that you've both got somewhere to go physically uh, yeah. in terms of both got graves. We don't, actually, still, and we still haven't done anything with Amelia's Ashes. Do you find the physical place in terms of the journey to to go and see, you know, to go and visit as comforting or, like, because uh, obviously... Like, there's going to be people out there that are going to have yeah. somewhere to go and there's going to be others that, that, that don't maybe. I think so. that's a good question. It's yeah. a really good question and it's... Um... Before you ask, before you have a think about that, yeah. before you answer, because that was Chris Watson, like I said, he did the two episodes with us in the last series. So last Christmas was the, the first Christmas after the loss of Amelia and you've since gone on to have Sophia. Yeah. So 
how before Ryan answers that then, because obviously you did have that that first Christmas day, yeah. and bearing in mind that Matt and Ryan had the place to go, and it was also your first, uh, you and Kerry, the first Christmas. And so, how was that? And how did what? How did you? How did you deal with that day? That's yeah, it's it's, it's tough. Right? I I I was trying to think, and I'm probably not the best person to answer some of those questions because I just don't remember the day. I'll be honest, I don't I don't remember very much of the day, and I think I, I'm yeah. trying to think back now, and I just remember it being. The only there's only two things I remember was one was was getting up and and uh, Amelia's ashes are actually on top of the wardrobe. I know yeah. it's a random place to say that they're still not we still don't know what to do with them, and she's so she's always kind of ever present around the house and it's kind of getting up and you know yeah. as you kind of unwrap presents together she was kind of there, there. in that same space. Yeah. Yeah. But apart from that, the rest of the day I remember thinking. I, I just remember nobody mentioned it. No one said anything about it. No, my family. No one said anything mm. about it. It was like, did you want them to? I know Kiri did. I don't know how. I, I'll be honest. I don't know if I did or didn't. I think because I'd, it, it's personal, right? In that sense, yeah. and to me, that the loss is is personal. It's my loss, and, and although my family are part and parcel of that, for them, it's up to them how they display it and f- how they feel about it. I'm kind of just like I want to deal with it how I deal with it. I have that moment. We've got the bear that that we got from you guys from the Lee May Foundation that. You know, we we talk to her through. I know it sounds like a you know, it's that kind of comforting thing that you kind of have that conversation and have that conversation with the bear, get it down. Yeah. Said I think I remember saying like Merry Christmas and stuff and bring it downstairs to unwrap unwrap stuff. So all the big events, yeah, we get the bear out and she comes with us. And I think, you know, that's the kind of things I remember doing rather than the rest of the day, because it kind of just blanked apart from that. It was really weird. You know, kind of coming back to think yeah. about it and asking, I was like, Yeah, I remember the day and and I've just gone, I I don't remember. I think I think we ate Christmas dinner. You know, I think we probably ate and uh, opened presents. And apart from that, got home and went to bed. And the rest of the time, I'm like, what do we, what do we do? What do we even feel? And I think you just, it's okay to blank it out as well and get to the next stage and kind of go. I, I don't even. That's an that. interesting take on it, especially as it was because this, this was only last year. Last then Christmas yeah, 2021. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the run up to this year, so yeah. it will be your second Christmas since the loss of Amelia, but also your first with Sophia, who is yeah. now how old? She's five months. And how's that feel approaching the second Christmas? Because out of everyone, you know, out of the three of you in the room, it's the, it's the most recent f- for you. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you in tonight. Because like I say, it's 12 years, six years, and, and just over a year. Yeah. Um, I, do you know it's something I really want to hear from these guys as well? Because I think that for me, and I guess if I was in a different situation, I know there's people out there that, that may, you know, I, I would count us lucky the fact we've got a rainbow baby. I'm able to celebrate it and find an alternative to think about in terms of, you know, not just the loss that comes with that, you know, the, the joy. And we're trying to find that space of how do you fit the joy in at the same time? Because there's the guilt that comes with that, um, you know, the loss. And then there's the... Yeah, think, the guilt, isn't it? Do you feel like you're allowed to enjoy it? Well, Kiri said something funny yesterday, actually. It's like not funny, but like she said something to me. She said, I just kind of, I want to forget about it and I don't want to think about it. You know, I don't want to think about it for a moment. I just don't want to think about... Um, Amelia, I don't know how I don't know how whether I should say that. You know, you kind of come out and the, these are the conversations you have between each other. Yeah. But I think what she meant was I just want to have time to not feel I get that. Like I'm missing her or grieving her or I want yeah. a break from grief. Because sometimes yeah. you need break you need a break, right? And I think that mm. this time of year, I think there's so much riding on a lot of your own expectations of how that feel like I should feel yeah. a certain way. I should do certain things. You know, and I think that that that's a fair enough point, right? To have a yeah. break from it, but it's it's trying to have a balance. Yeah. I think this year, and I, and I think that you asked us before about the relationship. Well, like the the, the graveyard and stuff like that. I, I relate. I mean, I don't know what you think, but our relationship has definitely changed 
with that. And ultimately, you, as hard as it is, you don't have a choice mm. if you go on to have other children because Etta's here now, <laughs> physically here. So we used to go every weekend religiously. Well, when we lost Callie, we were there every day, you know, for as long as I can remember. But then Etta comes along and you, your weekends change because now going up, like I had a whole day with Etta yesterday and I was going to go and see Callie, yeah. but it was freezing, freezing. And like, it, it's hard to take her up there. She's five years old. Mm. It's hard to take her up there and then even expect her to sit in the car while I even nip out and just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So your relationship changes. Now, like I said, I, I, I think, you know, that's not a bad thing because... And it took me a while to understand this, but Callie's always there. Mm. She's always going to be there. Just because we've got somewhere to go and visit her yeah. doesn't mean that we, you have to physically go all the time. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you know, that's I, an interesting point. You know, it, it, mm. it, but, it took me a, but it took me a while to get there with that because I always felt really guilty about not going up. Mm. Like what, if I didn't get to see up, go up, I felt really guilty. Was it... What was it that helped you get there? Obviously, the passage of time, or was there a particular moment, or, or something? I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination yeah. of things. I think if, I think time. Yeah. But I think it's that, not that tangible. It's just a few. Yeah, but, I, but like I said, I also think that it's it's Etta's a big thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know you've got a physical child here now. Your weekends change. You know, yeah. she has swimming on Saturday mornings. Then your weekends being eaten into. Can't, can't get drunk on a Friday as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but it's, it's true. You know, it is true. You but know, and I also think as well, people that are listening to this today, even though what I'm about to say probably won't resonate and they probably won't believe it, is that you can't be and you won't be consumed with grief 24-7 for the rest of your life. And it's easy for me to say that because I'm 12 years down the line. And for somebody that's maybe lost a baby a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, six Each months year. ago, year. Yeah. it's going to be completely different. It is. And I, I completely and utterly appreciate that. But you won't be, and, and this is where, going to your point there, Matt, about going to the cemetery, you know, where you then start feeling guilty because you don't go, because you're doing something else and, and what have you. That's how life works. That's how grief works. You'll never be overly consumed with it because naturally time and as much as we don't like to hear it I, I, I remember speaking to lots of people saying you know when people say to you time is a great healer it's not what you want to hear but actually it is right because over time you do you don't get better but you learn to cope with things better because you mm. become more educated and you find your coping mechanism your programs your coping strategies you find your voice you find your way yeah. to be able to navigate it and Do you think you just need and, a new... And, yeah, that's what I got. So, and you also, you also meet other people yeah. further down the line yeah. who... And you get their stories and you get right. their coping strategies yeah. and their yeah. coping mechanisms, which is, again, why this podcast is so powerful. Chris, you asked that question about going to the, the cemetery and for those people that don't have the opportunity to do things like that. And I'll hold my hands up now. And I'll, I don't think I've been to the cemetery for probably five months up to now yeah. I haven't been for five months not because I don't want to go I just haven't been do I feel guilty about not going not really because that is how my life works just because I don't go to the cemetery doesn't mean that I don't remember Lily or love her any or yes. love her any, yeah, yeah. any less it's because like Matt said life becomes frantic it becomes busy and, and, and other things take over 
in regard to, you know, us going there on, on a, a Christmas day and we've actually got somewhere tangible to be able to go to in comparison to people that maybe don't have that, you know, the, the cemetery to go to. I think everybody has a place that becomes a little bit closer to them when they've lost their baby. Yeah. Whether that be that they, you know, they take the dog for a walk, you know, within a, in a certain wood or certain route or something like that, or they drive somewhere. So my advice would be to go to that place. You know, if you don't have a, a cemetery to go to or you don't have somewhere like that, then take yourself somewhere where you know that you're in the place that you can remember, you know, your ba- your baby by. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because we do a lot of tradition making, don't we, around Christmas. Uh, new traditions are always be marked. And I think we're thinking the same thing when it comes to Sophia this year. And I know it's not a tradition that we feel we'd, we'd put at the top of our list, but I guess that's the same as what you're saying here is that's kind of like your tradition of, of we go and we, we're there and and, and it, there's comfort in the tradition of, of knowing mm. that at that time you give yourself space to feel something right to, to yeah. grieve and 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 you'll have that because you like you said life doesn't stop right and you have got kids that you need to go home to and you need to carry on and you need to continue the rest of the life but within that designated time and that space mm. you've given yourself that freedom to, to 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 feel how you need to feel and then you can kind of leave and go okay right well I feel like I've done, you know, I've done what I need to do for me and, and you know, for, for, for the people, you know, for the children I've lost. And then I can get on and do the rest of my day and and continue as, as kind of things things go as well with, with the rest of the time. I think for for myself and Amy, I, I, I won't speak on behalf of Amy, but I know for myself, and this is, it's probably going to sound quite arrogant, but it's not meant to be because this is the way that I, this is how I feel and how I look at things is whenever I go to the cemetery on a Christmas day, I feel that, so where Lily's buried, and then you look at the graves that have come along since Lily, we've probably as a charity supported 60, 70% of those parents. So for me, whenever we go to the cemetery and you see those people there, people then actually see us as parents, not just us as the charity. You're more humanised. We're more humanised. To some extent, I probably hold back at the cemetery. At times, I can be a little bit reserved. I was going to say, when you say hold back, in, yeah. could you expand on that? I can be a little bit reserved because maybe because not necessarily that I don't want people to see me upset. or And, and again... Internalising. Yeah, you don't right. have to go to the cemetery and bawl your eyes out. You know, I'm not saying that. But people then see us in a completely different light. Yeah. I suppose with us having the charity, you've got one eye on the charity and you've got one eye on your individual bit. Yeah. And... I try not to muddy the waters, but ultimately when people do see us at the cemetery, the possibility of them knowing that we run the charity that has supported them or, you know, they may not have even spoken to myself or Amy, but they might have had a memory box of some sort. And 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 it, it, I, I sometimes find that I find it quite difficult to be able to remove the reality away from the reality plus the charity mm. and and that's funny you know because that's another battle that i've i fought going to the, to the cemetery because again what you were saying about bawling your eyes out you know all the time i you know uh, again earlier and it's just, and i know it's grief as it as it works and things but 
early on, I found I was sad. I was so sad because when I used to go to cemeteries, I used to go on my own. We so we used to go like three times. When it came away from every day, we used Kid to. Kid Matt, make your mind up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm struggling with maths tonight. <laughs> we then went. We then started going three times a week. So we went once at the weekend and then once in the week together, and then I'd go on, and we'd normally have one on our own okay. during the week. So my down my own was a Friday. I'd go from work, and I'd go straight over on a Friday. And in general, I used to cry on my own quite a lot, you know. Um, and that, so then that's been another battle that I've had to figure out where I go across, and I'm not as sad as I was when I go over, but that's fine because that's just how I feel. However, I also know if I'm starting to get that level and it's starting to fill and I need a release mm. it, I go to uh, to Cali Cemetery and I play um, a song that we carried her down the aisle to and, it, and I think I've mentioned yeah. this before and then it whoosh goes out even if it's only a small one I'm, I'm good you need to I'm good, I'm good then you, you need know, to I'm, get I'm, it out I'm, don't you it, it, it has to come out I guess. But, it, but, it's, but it's strange that um, you know it, it's then but it's such a again it's such a weird thing to try and find in your head in the fact that just because I'm not as sad over Cali anymore as I used to be doesn't mean that I don't love her it's, any less. That's an interesting you know? one because you're not as sad. The fact you're not as sad doesn't make it any less painful. No, no, exactly, They're two yeah. separate absolutely, things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I think is important, obviously, as a, as a special episode for Christmas Day. It you may, may be your first year. It may be your 20th or 5th. But, and I reckon a lot. It's, it will be the same for a lot of people. The sadness doesn't take away from the pain. But if, you, but if it is, even if it is your first one, but you're not finding yourself as sad as you, as you feel you should be, mm. don't, don't pressure yourself into being sad because that's not how it... That's not how it works. And trust me, you at some point it will just. As Ryan said earlier, it will smash you in the face. So, or, and I've always said this: you just have to embrace every feeling that comes comes your way, and not feel guilty about those feelings. It's just, it's that's a, just it, you. It, do you know what? To some extent, it's almost like people are almost prescribing themselves sadness. Mm. in the build-up to events, pertinent dates, mm. things like that. And and because of the... You also can't get away from it, especially no. in like some, you know, we're here in the UK. Maybe lots, sorry to jump in, there'll be lots of people listening who won't be celebrating Christmas. No, absolutely. You know, like a pertinent day, whatever it is important to you, whether it's Eid or a different religious yeah. holiday, so to speak. Sorry yeah. to end. No, no, it's fine. And and the, like we've said about the build-up to it, it's almost like being given medication for an illness, to an extent that yeah. you are taking that medication with the expectation that you're going to get to that day and it's going to be horrendously bad that you're going to be overly sad grieving like mad and 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 it doesn't work like that it's it really doesn't and i appreciate there's going to be people listening to this today christmas day that are going to be extremely upset and consumed with their grief that's not to say that next Christmas is going to be the same. That's not to say that the next pertinent date is going to be the same. Or even tomorrow's Or even tomorrow's going to be the same. That's not to say that in two hours' time yeah. it's going to be the same. And that's where it comes to the importance of what you've said is that, yeah, okay, you're going to get to a point where it may overconsume you. Let it out. Let it out. 
because I guarantee you'll feel better after it. I think the flip side of that as well is allow yourself to be happy. Yeah, I think absolutely you know, right. How many times have you sat there and people yeah. look, If you don't know as well, you've got family members that, that may be not as close and look at you as if to say, you should be distraught, upset or whatever, particularly if it's been close to this time of year. You know, there's, and you, you, maybe you don't feel like that. And I think that's the point. He's like, you're saying, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I think if you don't, don't feel guilty and just run with it and let yeah. yourself have oh, you, a day where you I was about to it. ask, is it, a, is it a guilt thing that you feel you, I shouldn't be enjoying this, I shouldn't be... Absolutely right, it yeah. is. And it you is. can't fix that. No. You can't fix no. guilt. It's the just acknowledging it. Come. It's, it's, a, it's acknowledging it's, it. It's knowing it's there yeah. and still rolling with it, yeah. I guess, to a degree. And it doesn't matter how many of their family members are going to say, you've got nothing to feel guilty for. You can be happy X, Y, and Z. It's not going to take away the guilt from them. Especially if you've got family around. It's Christmas Day. They might have had a few drinks and they start saying yeah. things that you wouldn't say. It all just comes out, doesn't it? Yeah. I, and, and I've said this before, and, and I'm sure, I think I'm sure I have said this before. I can tell Crystal till the day that we pass away, nothing that happened with Callie is your fault. Yeah. She will never believe me. Yeah, you've said that before. She'll yeah. never believe me because she will always feel in her mind and it's, it's and, and I can sit here and say it, it's wrong and it is wrong but to her and her mind it's perfectly right and that's why now I don't I don't say that because she has to deal with that yeah. herself and that's the point and my advice to family members around people who have lost on Christmas Day and, and it's an early loss is just let them do it how they want to do it. I've got two questions for you guys actually. Probably two separate ones probably need to break up here but the first is around the Christmas table. There's always going to be like you said family members to yeah. navigate that conversation. As I've said to you mine was we didn't talk about it. How do you kind of navigate that conversation I've had and have you had some of those awkward you know, moments, because there's going to be people out there going, what do I do to navigate Christmas dinner? Because there's going to be extended family, like you said, and how do I get away from those those questions? And the second one is, now you're further down the line, how do you feel when nobody mentions your child anymore? Because we've got to that stage where no one's saying, you know, Merry Christmas, and we're thinking about you and Amelia. Like, do you know what I mean? And for, for me, I didn't think about it for Kiri. It was like a big quite a big point you know she was like well no one's mentioned anymore as if we've got another baby and we've we've moved on it's like they've said um, what there needs to be said and I'll, now it's done and it's, you can move on yeah I'll yeah. be honest with, with from, from my point of view and Chris for both me and Crystal we don't like that mm. because Callie's our daughter that's just us yeah. we don't like it might be different for other people we don't like so if we get a Christmas card and it hasn't got Callie's name in it in general goes in the bin and again, that's not, I'm not saying that's right, but that's just how we, because you've thought about Etta. Yeah. Why aren't you thinking about Callie? And to a point, I could get it, but I don't. I used to, but I don't anymore. Uh, what, what's your take on that, Ron? In answer to the, the, you know, the sitting around the table and what have you, we, um, we, we just talk about her. Yeah. And if it makes other people feel uncomfortable, well, then it makes other people feel uncomfortable because ultimately she's our daughter and she's not here, which is, you know, by the by. At the end of the day, we'll continue to talk about her and we'll continue to talk about her around the other children that we've got as well. In regard to the, like Matt said there, I get pretty pissed off if we get a Christmas card and it doesn't have Lily's name in it. So, for instance, obviously not everybody sends a Christmas card to the whole family, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But if we get one to the whole family and it doesn't have Lily's name in it, I get pissed off. 
and nine times out of ten, I'd lob it in the bin because of that. Exa- exactly the same as what Matt said is that just because we're 12 years down the line doesn't mean she didn't exist. And you're still a dad, yeah. Just because we've had other children doesn't mean that she didn't exist. Have you asked that, Chris, because you, you lost Amelia and it was just only last year, so this is the, like I said, first Christmas with Sophia, but the second one without Amelia. Have you had that situation then? Yeah, so it was it was Curie that brought it up. Uh, we've, we have Christmas cards, but the first one, and she, she mentioned it, and she said no one's mentioned Amelia this year, and the first one came from her friend that was like still thinking about you and uh, and Amelia, mm. etc. And it was just like that moment where, oh, yeah, people are still remembering, but for the for the rest of people, I'm sure they are, but they're not vocalising. And I think this is why yeah, I think okay. it's really important to ask both of you because, you know, I... I guess I didn't think about it. I'll be honest. I, I, I genuinely didn't think about it. And there's going to be people that are really going to be strong on that point, I think. Do you know, one, think- of the, one of the easiest things that you can remember around things like that, it's difficult to be able to, to trust yourself to do it, is that control the controllables. Mm. You can't control what other people are going to say and what other people are going to do. And ultimately, if they don't put a name in a Christmas card or if they don't acknowledge something. Well, you can't control that anyway. You know, otherwise you'd be there writing the Christmas card for them. So ultimately, as sad as and as upsetting as it is, I think you, you hit the nail on the head at some point, is that they may very well be thinking, but also they may be thinking, do I put Amelia's name in there because I don't want to upset them? Yeah. Now, obviously, as bereaved parents, as we bang constantly on the drum, is that we want people to talk about our children and we want them remembered in cards at pertinent times of the year and stuff like that. And that's the education of people that are away from the baby loss community. Well, that's the shall thing, we say. I'll admit, I, I'd like, like to be yeah, able to yeah, say yeah. now, Ryan, if I've never, you know, I've known these guys, well, I mean, I'm a guy anyways, which means I don't really send Christmas cards. No, yeah, send a yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah. But if I was, and that, send a WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that do you know what? True. Yeah, you're it's right. Just you a Santa emoji. Yeah, no, no, but, yeah. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> in all fairness, <laughs> true like, though, I yeah, yeah. remember you yeah. sending me a message last year at Christmas and you, and you did mention Lily. And we'd never had that conversation. Now, obviously, that's... That's because I've now immersed in your we're world. We're immersed in this. Yeah, yeah But absolutely. before, so I could... But the point I'm trying to get across is... Well, you're for, educated. For, but for somebody, and this is why we're doing it, for somebody to just... It wouldn't be... I wouldn't, it wouldn't be offensive, hopefully, for me just to say to you, Ryan, I'm going to send a card to your family. Should I or should I not put Lily's name? What, would you, what is your preference? Or is that a question? No, that's no, a good I, question. I think that's a good question. So, so good ask, question. ask it. So yeah, ask yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think that's a good right. question. Yeah, because, because that, again, what Ryan's saying, that, that is... That's, some, that's, some, people, some people don't want it, no, which, yeah, again, absolutely. is absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what they choose. But it comes back to social... It comes back to, like, the whole social media thing. Yeah, as well. Like, yeah. we've... Look, I'm big on Facebook. So I talk about Callie on there because she's my daughter and I've got friends that talk about their kids yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's always been normal for me because I'm going to talk about yeah. Callie because she's my daughter. Yeah. Etta's my physical daughter. Callie's my daughter. Yeah. I'm talking about her. And, and as Ryan said, it, yeah, right. listen, it, 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 if people don't want to see it or whatever, well, just defriend me, block me. But <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to change yeah. and change because I'm her dad and to make, and it, and it goes back to education. Yeah, you're right. you're right. I'm not looking to throw it down people's throats or, or put it on them 
you know, and, and say, you must talk about this. I'm not doing that. It's just more... It's awareness. Absolutely. And like yeah. I said, it's just normalizing my family. My family is a family of four. Yeah. And it always will be a family of four. With that in mind, there was something else I thought about. And again, sorry if this appears ignorant, because I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. I've not, I've, it's not a conversation I don't think we've had before. Do you, do you still buy presents? Or did you buy presents for the child that you've lost? So for Callie, for Amelia, for Lily? So the, funnily enough, I actually got out, we've, we've got all of Lily's, um, well, we've got everything of Lily's in, in a box. Not, not a memory, well, we have got a memory box, but we've got loads, so much stuff, cards, things like that, all in a box. And I actually got it out the other day because I, I needed to look for a handprint because I'm having a, a new tattoo done. And as soon as I opened the box... Sorry, so where are you getting it, by the way? On my hand. <laughs> you have an handprint on your hand? I'm having, I'm having her handprint on my hand. Oh, that's nice. great. So I'm carrying a hand all the time. Oh, that's great. So as soon as I opened this box, the first thing that I saw was this uh, Perspex plastic box. Yeah with uh, a pair of red shoes, like little ballet shoes. And they were the first things. Uh, that was the... I remember Amy buying them yeah. from H&M for her, uh, for her first Christmas. And we put them in a box and we took them to the, the cemetery and that was her present. Yeah. In regard to do we buy, a, buy her a present every year, what we tend to do with the kids is like, you know, you, we might go to a a garden centre, for instance, where they've got all the Christmas decorations and things like that. Okay. And then there might be something there that they can, you know, stick into a plant pot or yeah, something, yeah. like, you know, like a oh, snowman yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So the, they, they'll they do things like that. It's like a tribute. Sort like of a yeah, tribute yeah. type thing. And, and over the years, you know, we've got a box of loads of okay. Christmassy right. things where we go and, and, and uh, decorate a grave and stuff. We always buy something when we're on holiday for Cali, so, and we'll take it back and... Okay. So like a new windmill. And again, to some people who aren't in this world, they'll think, well, that's a bit weird. What the fuck them? But, uh, well, I, would, I mean, I was, I'm glad you said it because I, I, th I think that anyway. It doesn't really bother me, but... You do what you need to do. Absolutely. And, and, that's, and that's the big message for this, for, for this Christmas thing, Christmas episode is yeah. do what you need to do. Sorry for swearing on Christmas Day. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so right, the king will have you. Oh, yeah, it's a king speech, isn't it? Today? Isn't that a film? Yeah, it is a great film. Because he speech. had a massive stammer, yeah, didn't yeah. he? Can I just ask a very quick question? Chris, did you buy anything for Amelia in the first year? I did. You uh, did. So, and it was me that chose to do it, which was interesting. So Kerry didn't... What happens if you don't agree? <laughs> yeah, then, yeah that, that. Is, that is a tough one. Um, so she didn't know, I don't think, that I bought something for her. So I bought a really small... <laughs> you just did the man uh, thing and did it anyway. I just did yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> really small, like, uh, matchbox teddy bear. It was all okay. tucked away yeah. in its thing. Oh. So I was like, you know... If, yeah, you, yeah. Kids, teddy bears, I was like, that's, and it was small enough to fit on her shelf. So she's got like a, a shelf in the living room. Uh, ironically, it almost didn't come on time though. So I had to buy a second one, which was like this much bigger. And I was like, that's not going to fit on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> for those that can't see my hands, it's about a foot high. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did. Um, and I decided to this year, uh, but I've decided to keep it small so that I can fit stuff either in on a shelf or then move it off eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was, we'll bring that to a close. It's the Christmas Day special intended, obviously, to be listened to on Christmas Day because we know it was just, just to put something alternative out there. Because like we said, you know, you got, um, what, what do we have? We have Mary Poppins. It's the same every year, isn't it? It'll be the difference. It'll be the King's Speech this year, not the Queen's, but Mary yeah. Poppins, Oliver Twist. Someone will be pissed before midday. Love Oliver Twist. Brus <laughs> Brussels sprouts, Terry's chocolate oranges. It's the only time I even see them. After um, eights, after eights. After eights, yeah. And Bucket of uh, quality straight. There you go. Someone falling asleep on the sofa, pumping away. Farting yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. All these traditions. Do you know what we're doing? We're going for a curry. Yeah. The, so the place where we're going to is in the village 
where we live. Yeah. So they're actually doing a turkey dinner, or you can just order from the normal curry menu. Love so it. I'm full on. Balls in curry. Ooh, yeah, yeah, proper. That's yeah. not the name on the menu, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that Wouldn't one. Wouldn't order that one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one thing you didn't do, Dan, and that's you, you've bet who was going to win the World Cup. But yeah. Is it snowing today? Ooh. That's what the nation wants to know. Oh, yes. I'm going to say possibly. Well, you only need one snowflake across the whole country. That's what so it is, I'm, isn't it? I'm going to say yes. It's it's interesting what you said about because the, you know different traditions and and you know we're getting people listening from from around the globe. So there are a lot of people listening to this. Of course, it might not even be on Christmas Day. It could be a pertinent date yep. for you in your life. Where I think pretty much everything that we spoke about, you know, cards, presents, yeah, families, yeah. occasions, they're, they're 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 all relatable. It doesn't matter. it doesn't have to be just for Christmas Day. Mm. So thank you very much for listening. And, and obviously it's, it's, it's very weird because when I listen to podcasts, people say thank you for listening. I don't really want to be, you don't really want to have people listening. Yeah. We, yeah. we do yeah. in order to make it grow, yeah. but we don't because that means that you've, yeah. you've been there or you know somebody that has. Yeah. So this is what that resource is for you. And all the episodes, of course, we cover a lot of the same points, but they'll be done from the different perspectives of whoever's on. And we would love if you would like to feature on an episode and you don't need to come in for the whole episode. You can join us for five minutes. You can join us virtually wherever you are in the world. You can just come on for Zoom. You can just come on and ask us a question. Whatever it is, you are more than welcome. Please get in touch with us. We've got our website, stillparentspodcast.co.uk. Ryan has become a bad boy Don webmaster over the last few days. <laughs> Put some hours into that website, believe me. Still Parents Podcast on Instagram, Still Parents Pod on Twitter, and uh, as we head into uh, 2023, we're going to be getting a lot more, uh, a lot more active on those as well because I think we've got a big year ahead. And um, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who's been part of it so far, whether you've listened uh, and not taken part or you've been on it and we've spoke to you at some point. Thank you very much. Have a great Christmas day. Have a brilliant, uh, and safe, and wonderful New Year, and we'll be back for the Still Parents Podcast in 2023. Wish you a yeah. very peaceful day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Take care. Anyone got any shit Christmas jokes? Yeah, what happens if you eat... No, hang on, what was it? Oh, I can't fucking remember. <laughs>